Welcome to I Can't Believe I'm Vegan, where we talk about tips and tricks to maintaining an easy vegan lifestyle. In this podcast, I'll be offering my secret ingredients to cook up your own recipe towards a plant-based lifestyle. Let's eliminate the struggle when it comes to consistency. Judgment-free over here. We will turn that shame into finding the joy of living your life without feeling like you're missing anything. I'm your host, Kara Pitts, also co-owner of Southern Roots Vegan Bakery. Welcome to the show. Hello, hello, hello. We are back with another episode of I Can't Believe I'm Vegan. Yes, and my <laughs> my new co-host now, <laughs> Marcus Pitts, is here. It's just the second time. Yep, he is back with some more awesomeness. Um, so A spit hot fire. We are back and we are going to finish the topic that we had started last week (laughs) about dining out while vegan. What are we? (laughs) Yes. What are we going to eat? We were talking about snacks, like road trip snacks. So you were saying either like cashews, almonds, peanuts, and like grapes, having some accessible fruit. Yeah. Um, Like snackable fruit, like. Whether it be bananas, apples, whatever. Just something that you can snack on that's not crazy messy that you can eat on the go. Yeah, I would say for me is, um, like, I like pretzels. So I love, like, those pretzels with, like, peanut butter. Mm. That's a good snack. And then, honestly, I I get a lot of my fruits and vegetables via smoothies. So That's actually a good snack. Yeah, so, like, I'll, I'll definitely either try to have a smoothie with me or, like, I'm going somewhere like I'll try to make sure I'm hitting up like a Smoothie King or a Jamba Juice or just your local you know juice place um, to get my nutrients and vegetables in there and it kind of fills you up too like so that's a good definitely fun fact your stomach has sensors in it that lets you know when you're full and so when you eat uh, stuff that's like really high cholesterol or really greasy it sets off the sensors without you actually being full but fruits and vegetables Actually, they do fill you up, <laughs> and the sensors are going off because you're actually filling up that space in your stomach. It's not just a uh, false alarm. So a smoothie is a great way to pack in a ton of stuff, a ton of nutrients, and a small amount. Yeah, because, like, for me, you're not going to catch me eating, like, steamed broccoli, but, like, I will put, like, a, an entire bag of frozen broccoli, <laughs> like, in my smoothie. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you got to do what you got to do. You do. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite fast food meal? Chicken. But not, like, real chicken. Like, <laughs> uh, vegan chicken. It, it was the, it was, okay, that was my favorite food before I went vegan. So, you know, it just transferred over. But it'll be something, unfortunately, not the healthiest choice. Uh, it'll be, like, a fried chicken burger or something. Or yeah, like... And french fries, I guess. I'm trying to think, like... You definitely are going to have to look up, and, I mean, we'll we'll definitely be, like, in our community. If you haven't joined our community, I can't believe I'm vegan.com. Our community is definitely going to be... We want it to be, like, your one-stop shop. So, like, if you're trying to figure out where you want to go eat, or, hey, I'm struggling with... I miss salmon. What can you help me, you know, to replace it? Like, we want to be... Your community, like we're wanting to build this. We want your input. What what things are you guys looking for? We're going to be doing um, cooking demos. We'll be like making a lot of content, having videos out there showing you guys easy ways to make some of your favorite foods and things that you think that might be too difficult or you have to give up. Mm -hmm. Like we are here to help. And definitely if 
you hear me spitting off facts, I got them from doing my own research. But if there's something that I may have misspoken or misquote, uh, I'm open to correction as often as possible. So definitely let me know if I either said something wrong or I'm totally off base. I like to be aware of when, when I'm wrong so I can change it and make better. So that's what community is all about. Yeah, it's a judgment-free. We give each other grace. We're no, all I'm here. Judging. I'm We're all here to help. We are not judging. It's I look okay. down my fake glasses at people through my nose glasses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so we were talking about fast food for while vegan. You said your favorite foods are like chicken replacements, so it would be going to like a fast food place. But so I'm assuming you're talking about like Project Poya. That's somewhere we go to often here. I They're... They're branching out. They're going to be in more places, but mm-hmm. it might not be accessible. But we are going to talk about them in a little later because we're going to highlight some of our favorite vegan restaurants in San Antonio. But what is your favorite fast food chain restaurant? Like anywhere nationwide that people can go to. Nationwide? Like um, what's your favorite vegan fast food? I guess what I've, I've coined them is, I call them now Half and Half Burger King because they have the Impossible Whopper. And I know, you know, different people have different opinions about it but again if, if there's if you're on a road trip there's no other options you didn't pack enough snacks or whatever that'd be the best place to stop and go to get to get something to eat that's plant-based quote-unquote to the best best you can if not uh to be honest like we said before uh french fries are vegan so any place that sells french yeah. fries i thought you actually were gonna say but now that i think about it uh, they might just be in texas i thought you were gonna say taco cabana they're not everywhere. Yeah, that's what I was like. Yeah, they're not um, in Florida. Yeah, for sure, because um, Marcus's brother lives in Florida, <laughs> and that's, Taco Cabana is one of the first places anytime he comes back home, he, he has to go head up and get his get his tacos. But, yeah, so I would say mine is probably Burger King as well, getting the Impossible Whopper. I wish they did have vegan cheese options, because, like, again, I don't like vegetables and stuff, so I get my burger plain and dry, which is pretty sad. <laughs> like it's a pretty sad. It's a working progress. Yeah, but I'm. But we're glad they have an option. Like, thank God, guys. We were doing um, our road trip, pre pre pandemic. That was like literally when the world shut down. We were driving twenty two mm. hours from San Antonio to Virginia to do um, a, the Black Vegan Experience in in Virginia, and I want to say like that it might have been, it was either going or coming back. That's when the Impossible Whopper first launched. And we were so happy. Oh, yeah. Because... I think it was when we were going because everything was shut down on the way back. Oh, yeah. That's when we were kind of like... Because one thing with us, guys, like... Well, I mean, if you heard the story of Southern Roots, like, we were, we've been pretty busy the last couple of years. So, like, <laughs> we weren't paying attention to, like, what was going on on the news and stuff. So, like, the pandemic, we really didn't know, like, what coronavirus really was, what was happening... Like, my mom was would be like, are you guys sure you're going to drive? And we're like, the event's open, mom. Like, it's not that big we're of a going. deal. We're going. <laughs> but, like, we were so happy that there was the Impossible Whopper. Because on a road trip while vegan, pre-Impossible Whopper and stuff, it was terrible trying to find options. Like, there was nothing. There were no options. I'm sure there were options had we looked. Like, yeah. I'm sure everywhere. Because in the beginning... We didn't know what to look for. Definitely. And so we, like... We unfortunately, were just, like, were, potato heads. We just yeah. ate fries, like, everywhere. And there was, like... There was there was other places, like Earth Burger here in San Antonio, things like that. And, you know, I, I, I regret it now, but, like, there were, there were interviews where we would tell our story and I would say things like, 
you know, we went vegan and there were no vegan options. I, I literally said that in another episode. I was saying that, like, I think it was God's way of us creating a business because, like, our business was birthed out of necessity because we didn't know the other options. And I was saying, like, looking back, I don't know why we didn't just Google, like, vegan places in San Antonio. Right. Like, that would have been simple. But we had a bigger purpose in life, and our purpose was to be able to help people in these various platforms. So we're so thankful for that. But yes, definitely like Google vegan places in your in your city. Yeah, like you can find be... you can find places. But and if there's not, that's an opportunity. But to say <laughs> yeah, create a business. <laughs> but um, to say like we on that road trip, like the Impossible Burger saved our lives. Definitely. Like we, but we were also by the time we got back home, we were done. Like I don't want to <laughs> see another <laughs> Impossible Walker. Oh, yeah. Because we literally were getting it all the time. Because, like, for breakfast, there wasn't any options. We were yeah. like, well, let's just get a burger. Like, <laughs> like driving a couple yeah. more hours. Like, we're like, eating, like, three impossible walkers yeah. a day. Like, yeah. That was the only thing. Because we, we had, uh, yeah, because when we were there, we took, like, some fruit and vegetables that your aunt and uncle had. But, yeah, yeah we couldn't go, like, shopping again. Everything was shut down. Shut down. So I don't even, I don't even know how I would say I don't know how we didn't starve to death. On and that was the weirdest <laughs> thing too, like not really understanding like what was going on with the pandemic, but then like being on a road trip and like going through different places and yeah. it's like why why can't we not come into this <laughs> Wendy's? Like why are we have to only go to the drive thru? Like yeah. so like what? Yeah, it it was so weird, but yeah. So good, you won't believe it's vegan. That's what one of our first customers ever said to us when he tried our desserts when we launched at a farmer's market. And it stuck with us. You don't want to give up your sweet tooth? Who said you had to? Head over to southernrootsvegan.com where we specialize in recreating southern classics with a plant-based twist. We ship nationwide a variety of your favorite baked goods. Donuts, cookies, cakes, and they're all tied with a brown approved. Use promo code PODCAST for 20% off your first order. That's southernrootsvegan.com. Now back to the show. The thing, too, is I guess that's my favorite fast food. Right? I like spicy stuff. I like pretty much all kind of stuff. But but now, like, Chipotle is something that mm, you'll get, yeah. too. Like, they have the, the sofritas. And then you can get all the veggies and beans and rice and stuff in your... And falafel is actually a good meat replacement that it was... A, it's a common thing. I, I don't know what, you know... You can get it at some, like, sometimes, like, Greek restaurants and... That's history. what I mean. Like, it's it's a common thing. It's, like, at, at the the restaurant supply store that we go to, they sell cans of it. So it's, like, it's not this brand-new thing that came out just because vegans, like, this whole new craze. Yeah, no. Like, there's definitely other stuff. cultures have been yeah. been eating it. So it's like wherever wherever you can go, but for me it's some type of chicken option replacement that's like, again, it's probably just habit, but that's what I prefer. So you miss those Friday racers? If you <laughs> if you if you had when KFC had the Beyond Meat, you know we're talking about those Friday racers. Oh man, they were good. They, they were, were good. They were good. That was the awesome seasoning and whatever they did to bread it, like it was delicious. It's those what is it, eleven herbs and spices? Like sure. <laughs> <laughs> but it it was good and I hope I hope they bring it back. Like I, I do hope I you know I know some people it's a taboo topic. Some people don't don't like when non vegan establishments are making vegan options, mm-hmm. but it's like you wanna think of the greater cause. Like 
that's kind of, you know, our thought process is that I would love for every place to have vegan options because I think that helps more people, you know, that might have not looked for something and then they give it a try and then they might like it. And I mean, we have people say that all the time, like, oh, you know, I'm not vegan. I don't think I could do that. But I did try that Impossible Whopper. Like, it is good. Like, <laughs> I, I might eat that occasionally. And, like, yeah. that helps people, you know. Yeah, it starts them down the down the path. And it's funny, too, because when we... I remember we used to go to Red Robin often to eat, and they had the Impossible Whopper there. And we never, we didn't tell family, like, why we were going there. <laughs> but, like, they were kind of like, what? What's yeah. wrong with y'all? Because, yeah. like, anytime family wanted to, like, go out to eat or something, we were like, oh, let's go to Red Robin. Yeah. And they're like, okay. <laughs> and then we would go somewhere else, and, or, like, they would want to hang out again, and we're like, oh, I know where we can eat. Like, let's go to Red, Red Robin. Robin. Yeah. And they're like, why do y'all keep wanting to go to Red Robin? And we're like, well, because it's, like, really one of the only chain spots with, like, a vegan option and endless fries. Yeah. It's <laughs> the thing you could eat as a vegan. But I remember one time we went there, and I was convinced that they gave me real meat. I was like, this can't be the Impossible Whopper. Like, oh, because I think that was the first time we'd ever even tried Impossible. Yeah, but it was good. I it's mean, delicious. I had no idea whether they did or not, but I mean, it's it's kind of to that thing where you know, if you go to a place that serves every type of meat, and then they put, you know, it's cross contamination, I guess you could say. But for me, it's you know, again, it's it's about preparation and necessity. So. It's what you're willing to tolerate. And I mean, you have to start somewhere. And I think, I think if you're, you know, if you're wanting to look into eating better and stuff, I think it's a great option to start with. It's not saying, you know, go there every day for lunch or, you know, <laughs> make it a, a habitual thing. But I think it's, it's a great starting point. And get into your routine. Yeah. Um, so, like, speaking of going out to eat. If you're if you know that you're about to go somewhere or you're invited somewhere, do you look up the place before you go? Like how do you handle going out to eat? Initially, yeah, I would look to see if they had any vegan options, but it's still a preparation thing, so it's like either you look it up and you see if they do or don't and decide we you know what you plan on eating with if they do have vegan options. If not, I mean unfortunately you're just gonna have to eat before you go. <laughs> That's what I do now. Yeah, I definitely think, like, if you didn't look before you go, like, if you didn't research the restaurant a little bit, definitely drink, like, a shake or something before you go. Eat, like, some snack, a smoothie, so you're not, like, starving, and then that's where you kind of fall short. I talked about, like, that would be, like, my issue is, like, then I'm just, like, hungry, and it's, like, oh, my God, like, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. But I'm also a big person looking up reviews, so, like, I'm wanting to see... And I kind of got out of that now because it's like, you know, you're taking someone else's opinion and not making, you know, that decision on your own. <laughs> but I definitely look up a menu because I need to know, like, where are we going? What do they have that I can eat? What sides are, are vegan? So because I know I, I just I need to know ahead of time. <laughs> and then, you know, if you look up other places. So when if someone does ask your opinion, like, hey, where do you want to go? You can throw out the name that you've already researched and, you know. <laughs> That has something where you can eat but you can always eat a if it's a restaurant nine times out of ten they have a salad option right? yeah there's yeah. always default is a salad yeah. and like french fries yeah. <laughs> but i think yelp is a good one to look up restaurants google there's an app called happy cow where it, it's solely about vegan restaurants 
Um, so that one's really good. It's like you, I think it's like user generated where you can like put a different restaurant and let people know. So like we're going on vacation really soon. So I'm I'm already prepping. Like I have a spreadsheet like of where where good restaurants to eat that are vegan. Um, looking up, you know, just what's in vicinities where we're staying. Like just being prepared because preparation is key. Definitely. So, what are extra tips that you would give someone like? when they're about to go out that are nervous about it because it definitely is like uncomfortable we were literally just talking to a friend and they were saying they were trying to be Mm plant-based and they they've kind of backtracked a little bit but they but they liked it and they want to do it but like it was just that social anxiety and like you know people people are very judgmental for whatever reason like you talked about in the other episode is like when you like they feel like you're holding up a mirror and it's reflecting you know their insecurities on but what advice would you give to people? It's if you're my type of personality where you don't care, not even that's not a personality. That's a learned skill to not care or to disregard the opinions of others when it holds no effect on you, especially any positive effect. So not caring what other people think is definitely your best weapon because it it doesn't matter what you eat that doesn't affect other people it's like worrying about how much air other people have in their tires while you're driving down the freeway right it (laughs) it doesn't it doesn't matter so if you if you're able to let that go you're able to do you and live your best life and (laughs) and and be successful out here in these streets but if if that's not the case if you're still working on it if you still are self-conscious about uh x y and z then a good tip uh, for for preparation, one, know yourself. That's the best thing you can do is know yourself, know your your faults to the best of your ability, your shortcomings, your pitfalls, having a schedule to, to be able to rely on and say, okay, on Wednesday, I plan on going out to eat with, with family. I know they're going to serve this, but, you know, I can't eat two-thirds of it. I'll just stick with this. If you're okay with that, then boom, just, you know, carry on. But the only thing I can really say, other than bringing your own stuff to to a family function, for example, is one option, or just eating eating before you go. There's been at least two Thanksgivings I've showed up to where I was like, it was time to eat. I had some water and maybe like some snacks or some oh, like the like bread that. and the food tray. I talked yeah. about like holidays. Like, and that was that was it. But it's because I ate before I came. I was like, I didn't, and I know. People people know that I'm vegan. They know, but they they don't know how to prepare vegan food if they're not vegan. So. Yeah, I was saying like the first one we weren't really prepared at all. Like no. that first <laughs> that first Thanksgiving, <laughs> and, and your family like you know they want to help, yeah. and so they're like you can eat the green beans or you can eat the greens, but oh, it's like with the bacon with the, floating the, in it, bacon in it, like. <laughs> but it's like about? you know, it, and that just shows how ingrained like meat and stuff is just in. Yeah, in our culture, it's just they're just programmed to put everything in there and stuff. But I mean, no, just and the, the good thing is, is that there's always an option. If if financially, if you're not in a position, the cheapest thing you can get is like some peanuts or something, some a quick snack, take it with you, just snack on it. Uh, I don't know if, if uh, bubble gum really curbs hunger pains like that because you can't really 
eat it. Sometimes it'll make you hungrier. You know, yeah. But I mean, also, guys, when in doubt, go back to your childhood. Peanut butter and jelly it up. Like, oh, that's vegan. Yeah. <laughs> like, it definitely is. We're just little, Speaking up, that's something snacks. we definitely should, probably should have did in the beginning. Like, just make <laughs> peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> and you can get creative. Over time, it'll get easier. But in the beginning, just stick with what you know. If nothing else, hopefully, if you, you know, you're okay with eating fruit, that's your best bet. Like, it tastes good. It's, you know, something that you can eat on the go and take an abundance, and it's not going to get bad or get bruised up or anything like that. So, unless it's a banana, <laughs> you know, that, that might not. Now we're going to get into the junk food of it all. Like, you don't have to sacrifice anything, you guys. Like, you can eat all of the things that you were used to eating. Except me. Yeah. <laughs> but you can eat a vegan alternative. So, like, you can still have pizza, cake, cookies, all of it. You can mm-hmm. still have it. PETA has a great list, too, of, like, vegan can like, accidentally... I think they call it, like, the accidentally, like, series of different articles and stuff. But it's, like, accidentally vegan candies. And you'll find out, like, Sour Patch Kids and stuff, like... Oreos. Oreos are vegan. Like, there's definitely a bunch of, like, snacks out there. Fritos. Um, oh, another snack that I love is rice cakes. It's it mm. it can be an unpopular snack, but like I love rice cakes. Rice cakes are bomb. Those are vegan. Like I said, I'm even garbage disposal. Yeah, he doesn't really <laughs> care what it is. Um, outstanding that brand. They have a really good. They just did their um like cheese balls. We just had a bunch of like the variety pack, mm. and those were really good. They were good because that's something I didn't I didn't eat Cheetos like too much, but like you know they were good. So like. It was great to have, like, a vegan option for, like, cheese balls. Like, those were really good. Meal prep services, if you're into that sort of thing, we definitely did purple carrot. Like, that was a really game changer for Marcus because... They were great. Like, we talked about, you don't want to see him when he's hungry. So, I was like, you know what? We need a meal prep service that can have you some food ready to go. So they have two different options. They have one that you can like make the meals yourself. We haven't tried that one yet. Um, and then they have the like kind of like frozen meals, like per- like chef prepared, but you literally just pop them in the microwave. And Marcus loved them. Yeah, no, they were they were super delicious. And one thing that I found over time, I was explaining this to a friend of mine not too long ago that you'll develop a taste for things that either you you've eaten before like before i went vegan i wasn't when i was a kid i didn't like salads very much like it had to be like it took a long time for me to eat salads and then even then they had to be smothered in some type of dressing to cover the taste but as i got older i still don't i'm not a huge fan of tomatoes but i still eat them in my salad right but now you know as i got older salads grew on me so i would definitely eat them going out to restaurants and stuff like that and then eat the full course and yada 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 but once when i became vegan after we realized that there was you know different options and stuff i I learned to develop a taste for different things like broccoli cauliflower asparagus and it's 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 similar to meat i tell people all the time meat in and of itself doesn't taste great you have to season it you have to cook it you have to do all this stuff season your food guys And so the the same applies to vegetables, whatever it be, whether it be a potato, whether it be broccoli, the way you prepare and cook and season it is going to determine the taste nine times out of ten. And so I'd find myself getting ready to eat either, whether it be one of those salad hoagies that Karen was talking about before, <laughs> or even just a salad or like my mouth would be watering. Like, you know how if, if you like pickles, you know how it like 
you get the whiff of a, a pickle in oh, your mouth, like water in the back of your throat. Like that would happen to me before I'd get ready to eat uh, something that I prepared, knowing that all it was was bell peppers and this vegetables. Is a salad sandwich. But it was like you develop a taste for it and you can get excited because there's a connection to your food and your 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 brain cells. And yeah. so it's going to get easier. It's going to get better. But, you know, you just have to you just have to stick with it. Yeah, that's true. Um, we're going to now talk about some of our favorite spots, like local restaurants and then like national places where you can get foods and stuff. One is House of Chicken. That's it's a black owned vegan chicken. One thing I love about it is it's like a patty. So and it's not fried because a lot of times you'll see like the vegan chicken is often already breaded. And so sometimes you just don't always want fried chicken, (laughs) even if it's vegan. So it's like I love that it's grilled because we've marinated it. We've put it like literally still like on the George Foreman, like we've cooked it that way. Mm -hmm. We've made a stir fry. It's just a, a wide variety of things that you can do with it. And it's really it's really delicious. Um, so House of Chicken is somewhere you can order and they can ship it to you. Atlas Monroe is another good um, good vegan fried chicken. I think they might have grilled pieces now, too. I'm not sure, so don't quote me on it. But Atlas Monroe's fried chicken is really, really good. And it's it's juicy because I like there's a lot yeah, that you'll, you'll have that aren't flavorful and juicy. Yeah, like. It's it is it was a little spicy. I'm not a huge spice fan. Marcus loves spice, so it wasn't spicy enough for him. But also, we didn't get the. It was like mild, but I'm. I guess I'm a wimp for spice because it, <laughs> it was a little kick to it. But it's also black owned, really good. I definitely would recommend trying it out. A good vegan snack is my girl Major. She has Project Pop. Her website is eatprojectpop.com. She has the best vegan popcorn. It's so good. It's kettle corn. It's a perfect, like, movie night treat. We love it. She has, for the summer, she has, like, her lemonade flavor. So definitely get that. It's really delicious. Now we're going to highlight some local favorites. First, 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 we have to promote our family. We love them so, so, so much. Who is that? Binge Kitchen. Hey! Uh, We have to tell the story about Binge Kitchen and how we met them. They have the best vegan soul food ever. If you are in San Antonio, you must come to Binge Kitchen. It will change your life. Damn. Binge Kitchen is one. I saw like an article or on Instagram or something where they were opening up a San Antonio location. So we were like, we got to go support. It was a black owned business. We were super excited. We walk in there and then the girl at the register was like, hey, Y'all sell donuts. And, like, she knew who we were, which we were surprised because, (laughs) like, we hadn't been open that long. So we were like, oh, yeah. But she was a soccer. We didn't know. (laughs) Just kidding. But, no, she was the owner of Binge Kitchen, Yarnisha. That's my girl. Um, She was so sweet. Like, she asked us, what did we need, like, in our business? And I'm like, what? Yeah, and we, at best we point, came in to go eat, and next thing you know, like, we're having a conversation with her and her husband, and, you know, they're offering up so much stuff. Shout out, Balash. But, yeah, yeah she was like, what do, what do you guys need? And I'm like, 
uh, a commercial <laughs> like, kitchen. We need a kitchen <laughs> because, like, we at that at this time, you know, we were still baking out of our house, like to do farmers markets and oh, stuff. Oh Jesus! Like those days, guys. Like we would be up all night I baking, <laughs> baking cinnamon rolls and donuts and stuff to take out to the event. But like, we could only make so much in our oven, you know. And we were like, we need a kitchen. <laughs> that's what we're <laughs> that's what we're looking at next. And she was like. We have another location like you guys are more than welcome to use that location and let me tell you like they were such a blessing to us because yeah. literally they let us use their san marcus location and that's like a like 45 minutes from san antonio so we would you know we would go drive up there make all of our stuff get it ready for farmers markets until we started shipping and then you know repackage and ship yeah but they were such a blessing to us and that's why it's really important for us to also be voices and help other businesses starting up like we we're, we're always offering advice and you know telling people where you can get resources and stuff because that was just so genuine and like off the cuff from her because again we just came there to eat mm-hmm. like so for her to even ask the question like what do you guys need like what are you looking for not just like how are you and those are like certain questions you know can change your change your life so oh, yeah. They're so instrumental to us because when we went viral too, y'all, like overnight it was crazy. And they they would help us. Like they would literally work all day at their restaurant in San Antonio and then drive to San Marcos and they would help us bake and package like, you know, till like two in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) And that's, that's not with, yeah, with their baby. Like that's not something you're going to come across often. So like when, when people come into your life like that, you know, they're there for they're there for a reason not not a season like they're lifelong friends and we will we will always shout their praises you know from the rooftop oh yeah so please if you are in san antonio or traveling to san antonio go to binge kitchen uh my mom uh, i think from mother's day she just had their their vegan oxtails and she could not believe it she just kept going like oh my god oh my god oh my god it's so good <laughs> like anything you eat there is bomb yeah yeah, Anisha is definitely a master chef. I don't care what anybody says. And their business has been super successful. And they grew it, you know, you know from grassroots similar to how we did. And, and then, again, like Kara said, we've uh, just become great friends with them, too. And, you know, we are excited for what the future holds because without, without Vinge Kitchen, I don't know where Southern Roots would be today. And so I'm sure we still be still be here i don't know if we'd be operating the same capacity but yeah no they 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 were the two people that came in at the right time and literally changed helped change our lives yeah for the better for the better <laughs> and um yeah no they were just so instrumental so they're they're definitely another one is project poyo project poyo was also another pivotal one in our in, in southern roots trajectory I was on the hunt, guys. Like, again, remember I said early early on in these episodes, I ate like a toddler. So I was always looking for vegan, like, chicken, like, chicken replacements because, like, my meal of choice was chicken, uh, chicken nuggets and mac and cheese. So I was like, I need, I need to replace that. So when I saw this vegan, literally, like, a vegan fried chicken restaurant was opening, I was super excited. I'm like, we have to go here. Mm-hmm. And... At that around that time, unfortunately, my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer, and so we were looking for things to, um, like, vegan options for her to eat as well. So we went to Project Pollo. 
I loved it. It was so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember I, like, DM'd them, and I was just trying to figure out, if, like, if I can buy, like, their products in bulk. Because I was, like, you know, it came a little bit about my story uh, with my mom, and they wrote back and were like, hey, let's, like, meet at, meet at our restaurant, like, and we can we can give you a bunch of stuff. And so that's how we met Lucas, the owner of Project Pollo. He gave us literally, like, a case of their chicken. That was so sweet. And he asked us, like, if we made biscuits. And we're like, well, we do, but we don't, like, we don't sell them. <laughs> and so he wanted to do, like, a chicken biscuit. So that was our first collab with Project Pollo. And that was super cool because we were still, like, newer. Like, I think we had went viral already, but, mm-hmm. like, it was still, like, it was still new. And we were getting, we were trying to branch into the wholesale game. So, like, early on, just having someone believe in you and wanting you know, your product to, you know, be on their menu. So that was really cool. We started doing biscuits with them and then it kind of merged into cookies and we made really dope shakes with them. They had their strawberry shortcake with our sugar cookie and double chocolate chip. And that was really cool because we got to see like a lot more customers like finding out about us when they would get um get our products over at Project Poyo locations. But definitely they have the the best fast food fried chicken I've ever had. Oh, yeah. Like, they're one of the best fast food vegan spots that I've had, uh, you know, in a, in a long time that that do it like that. I mean, like I said, there are a lot of options out there now, but uh, they definitely do it well and efficiently, and, and I see, you know, them on the trajectory to, you know, go to the stars. But, yeah, it was kind of funny when we met Lucas, too, because he... He's real fast-paced, too, and, like, I just remember, I'll never forget it. He was like, when are y'all going to sell me cookies? And <laughs> like, we are like, do you want? Oh, like, okay. Like, like, okay, well, uh, let's go. <laughs> not, let's do not, it. Not, um, but, but yeah. yeah, he was really instrumental in, in helping us get, like, our costs down and stuff and, like, really helping helping us out. So it's, like, we can all be successful. Like, there is enough space in this game for everybody and, like, to help, just help each other. Which leads us into Cake Thieves. They now have a brick and mortar in San Antonio. So, so good. They have donuts. um, Kolaches. I think they said that they're going to look to branch into like having a a brunch and and menu. But they're super sweet. Uh, We met them because they were doing a vegan um, pop-up shop. Because originally when we started, we started at regular farmer's markets. And that's what I was saying. Our, our tagline became so good, you won't believe it's vegan because we were, like, not with any vegan customers. Like, <laughs> so people were just super excited when they had our stuff. And then um, some of our regulars told us about the Vegan Stop Shop and that Cake Thieves what used to put on uh, pre-pandemic. And it was uh, a vegan farmer market once a month. And that's how we also built, like, our local following, too. And they were using their platform because they... You know, people would come out in droves for them and they would use that platform to promote other businesses, too. So that was really cool in community. And it it kind of pushed us into when we did the Black Enterprise Market is it was Black-owned vegan brands out there. And it's just like, you know, just helping. Yeah, being able to, to bring others up in the community that you started in or you're a part of, because like Gary said, they, there's enough if you have a scarcity mindset, unfortunately, it's just going to drag drag you further down. But a rising tide lifts all boats, you know. And if somebody happens to have a hole in their boat, you help them patch it up. You know, if if yours isn't seeking as well, you know, yeah. definitely 
do do you do the best you can to to help yourself but help others yeah and i mean if you have to like you can always have boundaries with people like you don't have to buy them a brand new boat but you can help definitely definitely help patch that patch a hole patch that hole up <laughs> but another uh vegan business in san antonio that we like is blissful burgers oh man they were another one who started selling our our product in their in their restaurant pretty early on um, we met them in the farmer's market scene. There was, like, a, a group of us that we would go to all the the local vegan events, nights, the yeah. local vegan nights and stuff. Those were some delicious nights. And at the end, like, we'd all be swapping food and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> or we just go. That was our mistake. We would go hungry and spend all the money we made and other people. Right. We're like, let's give it all away. Yeah. <laughs> but Blissful Burgers has... a. Uh, the best uh, vegan cheeseburgers you'll find, and macaroni. Their macaroni is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> and now they have fried mac and cheese, which I'm super excited because uh, pre-vegan Cheesecake Factory fried mac and cheese was like one of my favorite things. So Blissful Burgers now has that, and that will be my go-to. Definitely. But yeah, they're um, off Evers in San Antonio, so look them up. Really good. Another fast food one here in San Antonio is Earth Burger. Yeah, Earth Burger and Green, mm-hmm. they're they're really good. That's kind of like everybody's initial entry because they're <laughs> they're more they've been around the longest and like they're a little more well known. But definitely, they're still really good. Mm. Um, we still we still take people there. I prefer Green over Earth Burger, but but definitely whatever you, know, you like, whatever you like, go go for sure. Off the top right now, that's all of the San Antonio like brick and mortar places that I can think of that are some favorites of ours, but we'll definitely have, like, in our community, we'll have a list of, of other ones you can support. And and we want to really hear from you guys. So, like, this is helping everybody on this journey together. So let us know, like, what things do you want to see in this community? What things are you looking for? Do you want us to do product reviews? Or would you like to make stuff yourself? And we can we can make cooking videos that you guys can make at home and we can do... A bunch of fun stuff. Like, let us know what you would like. Yeah, we'll do our best to accommodate because we're definitely good, uh, know our way around the kitchen, but there's so much more to a plant-based lifestyle than just cooking and eating food. I mean, it's it's a lifestyle for a reason. There's many things that the community can talk about, whether it be uh, exercise and fitness, whether it be, you know, different things of, uh, you know, health struggles or health conditions, things like that. I mean, the, you know, it can just go a lot of different ways. Even product-based. Like, we'll talk about some of our favorite products. So that's another thing, too, where you go, you know, you're you're going vegan. You don't realize, like, oh, like, let me look at my shampoo or let me look at this. So there's a wide range of this lifestyle, and we want to help you guys. But And remember, if you are wanting a sweet tooth, head over to southernrootsvegan.com. We got you covered on the, on the sweets, like, no worries. No worries there. Any holiday or just because we got you. So again, head over to our community. I can't believe I'm vegan.com. Can't wait to have you. Can't wait to welcome you. Send you all the vegan love. Till next time. Stay vegan. I hope you enjoyed this episode of I Can't Believe I'm Vegan. If you did, remember to hit subscribe and follow our podcast. To stay even more up to date, head over to ICan'tBelieveI'mVegan.com and join our community. We'd love to have you. You don't have to do this alone. I'm Kara. See y'all next time.